This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Hi, you're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And this is a very exciting week for both of us because college basketball is back. Um... The first game that kind of caught our interest on the schedule is number 22 UCLA versus San Diego State. Um, That game is on Wednesday this week. Good West Coast matchup. 100%. UCLA with like their very rich history of basketball and San Diego State uh, kind of projected to do the best in the Mountain West. So, of course, us being a West Coast biased podcast, we couldn't not talk about this game and... It should be pretty good. I'm really hoping that San Diego State like shows up and plays really well just as it helps the Mountain West overall. But um, UCLA also hoping for good things there just for the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Big West Coast basketball folks. <laughs> or Western yep. basketball, I guess. <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> coastal, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, we also have number one Gonzaga playing number six Kansas on Thanksgiving um, morning-ish, middle of the day, depending on what your time zone is in. Um, but Pretty exciting. Very exciting. That is my game of the week this week. What a shock. Shocking, I know, yes. Um, <laughs> you know, at this point, I'm just hoping that there's no last-minute COVID tests that come through that end up canceling this game or something. Um the teams are already traveling, so I'm assuming that means we're probably in the clear at this point, but knocking on wood as we speak. <laughs> so very exciting men's basketball games. Um, and then the Maui Invitational, um, not happening in Maui this year, but that will be, um, <laughs> uh, let's see, when is the 30th? Is that Sunday or Monday? Monday? Monday. Okay, so yeah, really next week we have that to look forward to. Love some uh early week basketball oh yeah it'll be good i mean the maui invitational will have alabama um indiana Mm -hmm. north carolina stanford texas unlv um just to name a few of the teams that will be playing in it um in addition to davidson and providence but um I don't. I don't know. I'm liking North Carolina for this overall, mm-hmm. but that's a that's a East Coast basketball bias, I think. <laughs> um, we also have some great women's games coming up on the schedule. Yes. So started like women's basketball also starts on Wednesday. Um, the games that kind of stood out for like top twenty five matchups: number twelve Maryland. We'll play number 24, Missouri State, on Saturday. And then on Monday, number one, South Carolina, will play number 21, Gonzaga. So, Gonzaga fans, good week for y'all. 
Um, yeah, lots of yeah. lots of uh, entertainment happening. I for sure. I'm just hoping that like the Gonzaga women's basketball program is pretty solid, but they mm-hmm. definitely haven't broken into that like quote unquote blue blood esque status that I feel like the men's program has yeah. kind of attained at this point like blue blood light maybe some people yeah. will probably think that's a hot take but whatever I mean I don't know <laughs> um but I just hope that it's a solid showing for the women's basketball team so it's a good it's uh a good platform for them to show up at uh South Carolina is almost always super super yeah. good for women's <laughs> basketball and the thing about women's basketball like once a team is in like the top 10, they pretty much are there. Like that is a good program. Mm-hmm. You, I feel like in men's basketball, like there is more room for teams to move up in the rankings and really kind of upset some teams and like upsets happen in women's basketball, but there are teams that just have been dominant for years. So yeah. <laughs> Gonzaga, if they can have a really good showing on Monday, man, that will speak volumes for the rest of this season and probably a couple seasons to come. Would love that. So, yeah, that's kind of your college basketball intro um, for this first week. Um, switching gears to college football. I I feel like I, I'm letting the listeners down because in my mind, college football just is not happening this year unless you're <laughs> the University of Colorado. Um, I just can't, I don't know, I can't get into it. I feel so bad, but I don't know. It's just not, it's, I feel like it's just kind of a wash of a season because there's so many teams that are just like not playing week to week that I don't know. Regardless though. There are good games happening. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There there have been good games every weekend. There have been a lot of stinkers, too. Like, yeah, I think true. it's fair that you're like, oh, it's a weird season. Like, I've watched a lot of not good games or a lot of very one-sided games, especially early on when it was just, like, teams who are just trying to play. Uh-huh. Now that it's more like conference play, that doesn't always make it better, <laughs> to be quite honest. Like... Alabama, Kentucky, looking at you like, my lord, a field goal, Kentucky? That's all? <laughs> that's it. A field goal? <laughs> like, that's the point. All. I'm like, you might as well just not score. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, there was a team that did not score <laughs> this this weekend. Indeed. Um, so we'll talk about those. But um, last week, my game of the week was the Indiana-Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. Indiana surprised me. And... Probably a lot of Ohio State fans were sweating a little bit. They were like, oh, what is this? We don't know what it's like (laughs) to have a team make us work for the win a little bit um, when it's Indiana. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, They have like a ridiculous win streak against Indiana. And um, I I think we've talked about Indiana over the last couple of weeks, especially like when they got that win over Penn State and – it's it's like oh like is Indiana really here or like what's going on and I think Indiana is actually really good. Um, Ohio State I think had some silly plays that had happened and that is why it was not well why it was a close game but that made it more fun to watch. Like I definitely thought at halftime I was going to have to turn this game off. I thought uh-huh. it was going to be a blowout. 
Um, Ohio State won 42-35. Pretty much a fun game to watch. Like that is what we show up for is close games where both teams are like having moments of really good. So um, good Big Ten game. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> we talked about we talked about teams that didn't score a point. <laughs> and that team this weekend was Kansas State. My goodness. Uh-huh. Iowa State ranked number 16 going into this game. Yeah. You know, Iowa State fans, I think, are very, they're cautiously optimistic from the ones I interact with. And I think for good reason. And then this game happened. And I was like, I've never seen like Iowa State just show up and shut out a team. And they did that to K-State for Farmageddon. Like, for folks who are not like the biggest college football fans, um, like my roommate who came downstairs and saw that the game happening he's like oh this is not a good game and i'm like nah i mean like it's very one-sided but it's a really fun uh-huh. game and it's farmageddon and he's like farmageddon <laughs> what even is this and i'm like they're both like it's, uh land it's, niche. <laughs> it's very niche like they're trying to get a tractor to be the the trophy yeah. which i'm like how do they not have this by now john deere that is like easy sponsorship yeah. like placement like you know that kids iowa state and k-state are going to buy some type of tractor at some point in their life. You just know it. Or feed. Mm-hmm. Like the agri-feed things. I can't name a single agri-feed <laughs> brand, but I know that, like, this is prime real estate, folks. Yeah, it's there's an opportunity there for sure, I think, for the right, uh, <laughs> the right buyers. So, um, you know? They get a lot of eyeballs on it, too. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, some of, especially with like these, the COVID times, you know, people are like looking into weird things that they're not normally into, like making bread and building houses. So like, yeah, why couldn't someone get into gardening <laughs> on like a bigger scale where they're like, no, not only do I want a little tomato garden, I think I want an entire field of corn. Why not? There's a market. If they're out <laughs> here, they're looking for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And Jim Harbaugh kept his job. Yes. Michigan got a win over Rutgers this weekend. 48-42. That's a little too close for comfort if I am Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Um, not a ton of breathing room there, I would say. Um, but a win is a win, as they say. So It's true. Um, it's, all, it's all that matters. Yes. And... The other thing that matters is that this Thanksgiving weekend, we are going to be blessed with many sports to watch, many games. Um, Iowa State and Texas, that's kind of a classic matchup. Um, Will you be uh, rooting for Iowa State here or? I mean, I've thought long (laughs) and hard about this as I'm a bandwagon fan this season because it appears my Wyoming Cowboys are never going to play a game this season because COVID in the Mountain West is rampant. It's sad, but I prefer players and coaches and staff are safe over watching football. So uh, I'm going to watch the Cyclones hopefully beat the Longhorns. Um, I have a Texas shirt, but I think I will put on some Cardinal and gold Mm. and cheer for Iowa State this weekend or on Friday. Very nice. <laughs> yes. And then Maryland 
plays Indiana, and I think this will be a test of how Maryland has won some games that has, have surprised everyone. And I'm not saying that their wins are like a fluke, but if Indiana is like super dominant in this, I will probably be like, well, Maryland was just lucky. You know, I feel like you, you know, these things. <laughs> I feel like you, you have a very good analysis um, for these matchups and um, I could see it. Well, thank you. I think it's just that the Big Ten kind of puts a spotlight on the conference. Uh Like, you can't not see anything that's Big Ten. So I feel like it's easier to be familiar with, like, how their teams are doing and which of their teams you know are bad. True, yeah. Bad's not the best word. Their football programs that are not as strong as other football programs. Like, a conference like the Pac-12, it's harder to know, like, just yes. off the top of your head, which teams are terrible, you know? Yes. Cause it kind of rotates mm-hmm. out like, and so USC is ranked number t- 19. Yes. And they play Colorado this weekend, but I don't, I wouldn't be like, yeah, USC for sure has that game in the bag. Cause I like, I don't know. Yeah. Is it, is that a night game also? Pac 12 after is dark. It? I don't know. Hold on. Ooh, I, I cannot it remember if it's okay. <laughs> Unless you're somewhere where it gets dark at 1.30 p.m. <laughs> Mountain uh, time. <laughs> no. Europe. Uh, no, it is a day game, but that's okay. Um, yes, very much excited for that game, um, considering we didn't get a CU game last week because of a COVID outbreak on the Arizona State team. Uh, <laughs> so the buffs are back on the field this weekend. It should be a fun, a really fun game. Yeah. Um, I included this, not that it's going to be a fun game, but uh, again, Big Ten, this is again probably why I can be like, oh yeah, this is what I think about the Big Ten. So Penn State plays Michigan, and somehow I think it's going to be like the worst, like right now the worst two teams (laughs) in the Big Ten. Could be painful. And so I think it'll be, yeah, I think it'll be really interesting. Like, I think that make, like, you can't just have like a really good team and a really bad team play each other. That's not fun to watch. You can have two really good teams play (laughs) each other, and that's super fun. You can have two bad teams play each other, and that might be pretty fun. Um, I think this is going to be, and like, I think that they have the coaches, I think they have the talent in their players that this could just be a really fun clown shoes game. It it definitely could be. I, I hope it's good. I mean, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and then San Jose State and Boise State also. Some Mountain West action, because I feel like Mountain West games have been getting canceled <laughs> and, left and, and right. Far, far, that's the phrase, right? Few and far between? Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm known for, like, screwing up my colloquialism, so <laughs> just want to check there. Um, yeah, college football. Still going on, at least to some extent, so, every week. <laughs> yep. Every week, it's like a, you never know what you're going to get every week. Mm-hmm. It's a choose your own adventure, kind of. Yeah. And Thursday, like you could think, oh, on Saturday, I'm going to watch this game. And then it's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nope, you thought you were going to watch this game. Instead, you're going to watch a different game that you don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. Um, while college football is not the most consistent with keeping their games. I feel like the NFL has been 
better. Yeah. Like there have been, been as many shifts, some, but it's yeah. I would say definitely a lot more consistent. Um, speaking of consistency, the Steelers have remained Ooh. very consistent at winning games. Uh, they are ten and zero still undefeated, and the Jets. And the Jaguars have been very consistent at losing games. Um, I was looking at this upcoming week's schedule and just kind of like seeing, oh, you know, like how are certain teams doing, whatever. And I had no clue that these two teams were doing so terribly. I know there are a lot of teams that have only won like three games, but the Jets have not won a game this year and the Jaguars have won one game that is very tough to watch um i don't know any people who are fans of either of these teams but if you do maybe give them a virtual hug um venmo them some beer money or something i don't know um but they probably need support (laughs) they most definitely do i will be seeing a jags fan on thanksgiving uh it's rough watching the jag watching the Jags play with this person. I just feel so bad because I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, at least I'm a fan of the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah, that's a sad, sad state it's of affairs. Um, for sure. Also, we're we're pouring pouring them out for several um people, several groups this yes. week, um, including <laughs> Drew Brees's ribs, um. So originally they thought he had like a couple of fractures and um, I don't want to quote this wrong. He has broken 11 ribs. The first test showed five. Um, I can't imagine how painful that is. I dislocated my collarbone once and I thought I literally went to the ER and thought I was having a heart attack because I couldn't breathe. So I cannot imagine breaking that many ribs like how stressful that would be and how much pain you would be in um yeah so speedy recovery um for him hopefully but that's i mean that's kind of ironic to say i guess because ribs heal very slowly (laughs) but yeah hopefully by next season he can be back um i i think he's projected to be back like somewhat soon but okay it's a lot of times with those kind of injuries, it's like they come back and then it just gets hurt again. And then, yeah, because it wasn't like healed as well as a normal person would let it heal, you know, before returning yes. to their job. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. And finally, pour one out for Joe Burrow, uh, his knee. He tore his ACL, his MCL, and when you tear those ligaments, you also mess up other things mm-hmm. in your knee. Um, so he's probably like messed up his meniscus, and it's a mess. So he's out for the rest of the season. Um, it's projected like for recovery between nine and twelve months. So it's TBD if he'll be back at the beginning of the twenty twenty one season. It just depends on like how they do the surgery and how he rehabs it. I would assume that the, he'll have the surgery like now and then he can start rehab now also and should be back to running in like six months, but not necessarily playing. Yeah. Um, that's also real. like that could, your career could really be yeah. very much affected by an injury like this. Um, a lot of that stuff just never really is quite the same afterwards, even with the best of care. So um, hopefully that's not the case in this situation. 
you know, hopefully they can get it to a place where and they can get him to a place where when he comes back, he is less likely to re-injure it. And also he doesn't come back too soon. Like, I think that is a huge issue with knee injuries as people come back. Like you said about like Drew Brees ribs, like players come back before their bodies are fully healed. And then it's just like adding to the issue the next time it happens. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's unfortunate. Um, any other sports updates? Um, I know I said my game of the week, but uh, what is your game of the week? So my game of the week, knowing that con- the Gonzaga Kansas game <laughs> is going to be yours. <laughs> uh, cool. uh, yeah. I, did, I was just like, you know, I have a hunch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the U.S. Women's National Team plays the Netherlands, I mentioned it last week or the week before, in an international friendly on Friday, and I think that'll just be really fun. Um, I mean, the MLS is, they are in the middle of, like, playoffs right now, and so it's not that I'm not excited for the MLS. Um, I just am more excited for the National Women's Soccer team to play, so. That's very valid i would say (laughs) yeah like the mls is it's on the come up but you know when you get the chance to watch the best soccer players of the united states go out and play like yeah i'm gonna watch that yeah um (laughs) what is your hot take of the week um straight out of the gate sweet potatoes are trash um that's that's all i have to say (laughs) i think last year around this time my hot take was that pumpkin pie is gross and um it's not nearly as gross to me as sweet potatoes i oh my god i, I know people love them um yeah they're just i don't like sweetness with like a starchy food like that it should be savory to me um the only way i like i do like sweet potato fries but i really only like them if it comes with like a really good dipping sauce like some sort of an aioli or something um and lots of salt, too. So I think it just kind of masks the flavor. Um, but yeah, very much out on sweet potatoes. They're disgusting. I'm sorry. I know people love them, but that's my hot take. Um, what is yours? <laughs> um, I think our hot takes are going to be equally um, hot. hot. Basically, like walking up to a volcano and sticking your hand in the lava. <laughs> um, so... Beyonce has collaborated with Adidas to create a fashion line. It's supposed to be like athleisure. And let me tell you one, no one's working out in the the clothing that has been made. (laughs) No one's doing anything. Like, you can't even just be like, yeah, I'm like going to go to the store. And it's not good. It's terrible. Like the most recent line is not great. And I feel terrible as a Beyonce stan, as a like someone who wants to support black women my goodness this line this most recent line yikes <laughs> bud um the colors i really liked like the salmon corally color um but like the yellow is a highlighter yellow gold it, there's like a gold brown color that i'm like that's like a nice color for not clothes mm-hmm. um so i'm sure plenty of people are like thinking this is a wrong take um this line has sold out yes which is shocked literally me. as soon as it dropped i think yeah 
So I'm like, uh, it's overpriced, it's underfunctional, and y'all still are here for it? <laughs> live your life. Live your life. She promoted, like, inclusion, and I love that. But, like, please promote inclusion in design or put out apparel that makes sense. And that's, I'll get off my soapbox before someone comes and throws things at me. <laughs> uh, you know, I think there will probably be some listeners who find that to be a hot take, but I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most people who are actually looking at the clothes are like, this doesn't make sense. But there are still folks who are like, it doesn't matter. It's Beyonce. And I'm like, I love that for you, bud. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what is your wine pick of the week? Um, so it's a wine you can get at Target. Um, it's called, yes. yes, it's very good. Tall Dark Stranger. It's a Malbec. Um, I would say it's probably better if you're having like more of a heavy meal. It's not one of your, like, I guess if you don't like intense red wine, I wouldn't say it's like a good everyday drinking wine. I think it's good for like to go along with a solid meal like Thanksgiving. Um, but the label super cool as always that really draws us in. Um, it's got some nice like spice and fruitiness to it. Overall, good wine. Very nice. What about you? So my wine pick is a red blend is I always choose for red. Uh, it's generations red blend and it was good like it was nice and like fruity and not fruity and dry like it had like a nice fruit flavor while being dry like it wasn't too sweet like it was a good end of the day glass of red wine um had nice tones of vanilla and berry uh and while i picked this for the week my one issue with this wine uh-huh. i woke up with a really bad headache after drinking it no. and not drinking like a lot of it like oh. drinking a glass of wine and waking up the next day and i'm like i think i'm dying yeah that's so hmm. not the best but it tasted really good <laughs> well it's good i'm yeah. sorry i uh, left you with a bit of a hangover but uh hopefully hopefully happen. there were other factors in play and it wasn't the actual wine uh it happens on occasion, it, and I'm not mad about it. I'm like, um, I'll just try to eat more. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any personal plugs this week? I don't think I do. I feel like we've kind of hit uh, the usual stuff recently. Do you? Um, I mean, just the usual <laughs> subscribe to Tailgate Society content and listen to the podcasts and – um. Yeah, those are like the big things, but we've made it past voting, so we can no longer tell you all to go vote. I guess we can. If you live in Georgia <laughs> and you're listening to this, like make sure you're registered to vote so you can vote off in the vote in the runoff election. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's yeah, that's all I got for pl- personal plugs. Uh, do you have a bigger than sports moment? Yes. Um, so this story came out a couple of weeks ago, but we've had so many bigger than sports moments that we've yes. had to stockpile them. Um, so a tw- I believe he was 21 years old, Special Olympics athlete uh, Chris Nikic, I'm guessing is how you say it, um, mm-hmm. became the first person with Down syndrome to complete an Ironman triathlon, um, which is an incredible feat. Um, I could never complete a triathlon. <laughs> I, I, 
am very impressed by people who um, train for them. But just a good, good feel good thing. I like that. That's really happy news. Mm-hmm. It's really fun, happy news. Yeah. So, congrats. Well, that's all I have this week. I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving and enjoy all the sports. And if you are not a fan of sweet potatoes, you have a substitute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we'll talk to you next week. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.